Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis, as well as the latest from Max Kaiser, who shares a thought experiment predicting Michael Saylor can run for president in 2028. And not only that, but actually win. I'm also going to be sharing the latest from Kathy Wood of ARK Invest, dumping 800,000 Grayscale Bitcoin trust shares. Also breaking news, Marathon Digital gears up for Bitcoin halving by buying two more mining sites for $179 million. We'll also be sharing the latest with crypto firm 7RCC applying for the spot Bitcoin ETF with an eco friendly twists, as well as the latest regarding the spot ETS from BlackRock and ARK revising their Bitcoin ETF plans alongside the SEC's cash only model and what this will mean. We'll also be discussing one specific catalyst, which can send the Bitcoin price flying to new all-time highs, shattering 100,000 per coin. According to the quant analyst, Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin, stock the flow model. I'm also going to be sharing the latest from Michael Saylor. He was just recently interviewed on CNBC and shares his latest updates, as well as catalysts, which will send the Bitcoin price to a million dollars per coin. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome to pod episode number 1496. I'm your host, JV, and today is December 19th, 2023. Naturally, we have lots to cover. Bitcoin started breaking out. We tapped 43 yesterday, corrected some here today, but it was pretty lit yesterday. We pumped over 3,000. Uh, when I woke up in the morning, we were like approaching 40,000. And by the end of the evening, we were above 43. So expect more extreme volatility because volatility equals life force. Now let's kick it off with our market watch. We can see Bitcoin back in the green up 1.3% on the daily, uh, trading above 42.4. We had BNB up 6%, trading above $254, while Ethereum, XRP, and Cardano are all pulling back. And in the red, they say when in doubt, just zoom out. So let's look on the monthly. We can see Bitcoin still up 15% on the month. ETH up 10.5%, Solana 27%, Cardano 53%, and AVAX leading the pack up over 83%. And checking out 
uh, coinmarketcap.com. We're currently sitting at a 1.58 trillion crypto market cap. The all-time high is roughly 3 trillion, just FYI. So we're more than halfway back to returning. We have roughly 63 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with the Bitcoin dominance at 52.2% and the Ether dominance continuing to decline all the way down to 16.5%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, SEI up 35% on the daily, followed by Blur up 22%, followed by Helium up roughly 19%. Now, which altcoins are you most bullish on for this bull run? Please do let me know, family. And checking out the crypto bubbles on the daily, we can see massive gains overall for the altcoin market. SEI up 33%, SUI up 18%, HNT up almost 20%, Woo up 18%, Blur up almost 22%, Luna even up. 10%, Injective up 14%, Rose up 12%. So everything's pretty much pumping overall in the market. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated back in uh, the 70s at a 73 greed. Yesterday, we dropped to a 65. Last week was a 67. And last month, a 66 in greed. So there you have it, my crypto fam. How do you feel will likely end this month of December, ending this epic fourth quarter, which has been lit. We kicked it off with October, November, and now Christmas season, December. We're continuing our pumpage. Do you think we can hit 50,000? Let me know your honest thoughts. But anyways, fam, without further ado, let's check out the latest Bitcoin technical analysis, the charts of where the Bitcoin price action is likely to go next. Here we go. Bitcoin returned above 43 Gs, baby, on December 19th, amid fresh news over the US, being the first spot Bitcoin ETF, which we know is looming around the corner. Here you're looking at the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. Now data from Cointelegraph and TradingView showed a Bitcoin price recovery, taking the market to local highs of 43, 456 after the daily close. And after starting the week on an uncertain footing, Bitcoin swiftly gathered strength with the December 18th candle closing over five percent above the day is low and later news came that asset manager blackrock which is among the applicants to launch the first spot bitcoin etf had changed the policy around redemptions for its product to include bitcoin as an option quoting the etf analyst here an in-kind redemption of some of all shareholder shares in exchange for the underlying bitcoin represented by the shares redeemed generally will not be a taxable event to the shareholder according to the latest iteration on the blackrock s1 filing with the u.s SEC. The document also places new rules over the exchange of baskets of shares of cash rather than Bitcoin, the latter subject to regulatory approval. The SEC is due to begin making final decisions on the spot Bitcoin ETF early January, with that window being January 5th through the 10th. And next month has become a make or break point in Bitcoin diaries. And uh, as reported, various Bitcoin price predictions hinge on successful approval. And that is now thought to be overwhelmingly likely after years, actually, in fact, after a decade of delays and rejections. The level of SEC engagement and back and forth changes on the Bitcoin ETF tells us this is a 99.9% done deal. Let me know if you agree with that uh, sentiment coming from uh, analysts and investor Bob Lucas. Now, the SEC delayed the final decision on several Ethereum ETFs to May this week. So naturally, the Bitcoin ETFs are going to be coming out of the pipeline first. Now let's discuss some predictions, shall we? Between now and then, Bitcoin faces both the yearly candle close and various macroeconomic data releases, which can add to the holiday season. Volatility, aka life force. Traders continue to draw lines in the sand, both above and below the spot price, with a trip below 40000 still on the cards. In a video up 
update Crypto Edge, creator of trading group Crypto TA. He forecasts that eventually playing out before a final push higher, potentially sending Bitcoin to 50 Gs before the end of this year. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that target. Quoting the analyst here, let's see later in the week how this develops. He concluded, given a low target of 38,000. So there you go. We can correct back down to 38, where we may continue our climb to 50 Gs. Let me know which uh, scenario you feel is more likely. And quoting Matthew Highland regarding the RSI, he shares, Bitcoin confirmed this bullish divergence at the daily close earlier, already above 43,000 currently. And you can see the daily uh, divergence. And if you watched the pump stream last night, we covered all the time frames, all the charts, all the indicators and everything you needed to know, including the relative strength index. And as pointed out here by analyst Philip Swift, the percent of profitable days holding Bitcoin is now at 93.8%. So shout out to all my long-term hodlers in the green, which is virtually all of you. Only the top buyers from 2021 and 2022 could be underwater, assuming they did a one-time purchase and did not DCA, AKA dollar cost average. So it goes to show you it pays the dollar cost average. Now, earlier we discussed the thought experiment of Michael Saylor becoming president, according to Max Kaiser. Here's what he tweeted a little earlier this afternoon. Thought experiment, the public will only be allowed to own Bitcoin derivatives like ETFs. Only the government will be allowed to own actual Bitcoin. Now, that wouldn't be a good look for us plebs, but very interesting. He says in this scenario, Michael Saylor runs and wins the presidency in 2000. 28. What are your thoughts on that? Now, you also got to consider we have a having and a presidency taking place in 2024, and it's every four years. So the Bitcoin having is uh, basically right in alignment with the presidency. So let me know if you feel that could potentially play out. And I'd love to get more insights from Max when I talk to him regarding this thought experiment. Now, as a bonus, little story here. Kathy Wood of ARK Invest dumps 800,000 Grayscale Bitcoin trust shares. Now, Grayscale, they're looking to convert their GBTC product into a spot Bitcoin ETF. Why do you think she's dumping massive shares? Let me know uh, your thoughts and maybe I can just scroll through this. I'm not going to read the whole article because it's more of just a little bonus to show you that she has been dumping. Uh, let's see here. Uh, while shedding GBTC, ARK continued accumulating shares of Block, the financial payment processor co-founded by Jack Dorsey, co-founder of Twitter, now called X. So maybe she made some room for that. As on December 18th, ARK W allocated another 347,000 block shares, were 25 milli at the closing share price. And amid aggressive buying, block stock had been edging closer to GBTC on the top four list, reaching a weight of 6.83% of ARK W's total assets with a market value of 116.9% billion dollars. Wow. Block next level. So on December 7th, Block launched his own self-custody Bitcoin wallet called BitKey. The wallet is available as a mobile application or hardware storage. It will be accessible in 95 countries. The first global partners of BitKey include Coinbase and the Cash App. So there you freaking have it. But anyways, fam, let's kick it off with our next story of the day. Uh, discuss this Bitcoin miner purchasing uh, mass uh, more miners, which is uh, more bullishness to new mining sites for 179 million purchased by Marathon Digital. They'll pay 178.6 million for the two mining data centers as it looks to increase its capacity ahead of the Bitcoin mining reward having in 2024. So big moves being played. Marathon announced this today, December 19th. 
13th that it will acquire two operational Bitcoin mining sites from Generate Capital, totaling 390 megawatts of capacity. Now, Marathon's Bitcoin mining portfolio currently consists of 584 megawatts, with 97% of the capacity provided by third-party data centers. So now they're purchasing their own. Upon completion of the transaction in early 2024, Marathon have 910 megawatts of mining capacity, of which 45% will be owned and run by the company. Marathon will then outsource 55% of its mining capacity through third-party hosting agreements. This new data center, or these two new ones, are located in Texas and Nebraska in the United States and have additional space to allow Marathon to expand its Bitcoin mining operations. The company plans to double its operational hash rate to 50 exahashes over the next two years. Send it. The acquisition of the new sites allows Marathon to take ownership of approximately 390 megawatts of operational capacity, 82 megawatts of which are currently vacant and available for intermediate expansion. Other Bitcoin mining tenants currently occupy 244 megawatts, while Marathon already occupies 64 megawatts of capacity at the sites. Now, Marathon says the deal will reduce its cost of mining a single Bitcoin by 30%. Smart smart people here. The firm also aims to deploy 82 megawatts of capacity at the sites with its own mining hardware as hosting clients begin to depart from the two data centers. Marathon will continue to install additional mining equipment to increase the hash rate. Now, Marathon currently has seven exahashes of miners on order, the first tranche of which is set to be delivered and installed in January 2024, right around the corner. A statement from Marathon chairman and CEO Fred Thiel notes that the company has been looking to diversify its portfolio of Bitcoin mining assets over the past year, quoting him here, by acquiring the sites in Granbury, Texas and Canary, Nebraska from Generate, we have an opportunity to reduce our Bitcoin production costs at these sites, again, by up to 30%, to capitalize on energy hedging opportunities and expand our operational capacity. Now, Marathon Chief Financial Officer Salam Khan added that the company deliberately been increasing its cash position and Bitcoin holding on its balance sheet while reducing the debt ahead of the Bitcoin mining reward having in 2024, quitting him here, by reducing our current operational costs at these sites by 30% and providing us with ample expansion opportunities, this transaction is immediately accredited to our organization. Marathon Digital will pay $178.6 million for the two Bitcoin mining sites owned by Generate Capital as it looks to expand its mining capacity ahead of the Bitcoin reward halving, taking place in roughly four months in April of 2024. Marathon Digital Holdings saw its revenue surge 600 and 70% year on year in the third quarter of this year. The miners right now are killing the game, increasing their Bitcoin production fivefold year on year. The results saw Marathon also swing to a quarterly profit with 64 million in net income just in the third quarter, according to the firm's November 8th result filing. The firm partly attributed the improval financial results to a 467% spike in Bitcoin production from 6.7 mined Bitcoin per day in quarter three of 2022 to 37.9 Bitcoin per day in quarter three of 2023. So there you have it. My crypto fam, how many of you are bullish on these miners? And how many of you own any miner stocks? Please do let me know in the comments. And speaking of ETFs, let's now break down our next story of the day and discuss a new Bitcoin ETF with a twist and then the latest updates with BlackRock and the, the rest of the asset managers with their applications and filings with the SEC. So here we go. Crypto firm 7RCC applies for a spot Bitcoin ETF with an eco-friendly 
Twist. That's right, the company that specializes in developing solutions for ESG, conscious investors, has applied for the Spot Bitcoin ETF that provides a carbon neutral investment option, excuse me, in the crypto space. According to the app file with the US SEC, the ETF will focus on catering to investors who adhere to environmental, social, and governance principles, which we know as ESG. And because of this, the ETF will be 80% Bitcoin and 20% carbon. Uh, credit futures. Very interesting here. The company also said that the ETF's investment objective is to reflect the change of the Bitcoin price and the value of carbon credit futures represented by the Vinter Bitcoin Carbon Credits Index. The carbon credit futures are linked to the value of emissions allowances issued under the European Union Emissions Trading System, the California Carbon Allowance, and the Regional Greenhouse Gas Initiative. Wow. So quoting Nate Jirasi here, new filing, uh, 7RCC, the Spot Bitcoin and Carbon Credit Futures ETF, holds 80% Bitcoin, 20% Carbon Credit Futures. was only a matter of time before we got an ESG Bitcoin ETF. We are going to see all types of uh, permutations on Spot Bitcoin ETFs, I guess, to differentiate themselves and stand out from the rest. And commenting on the development, ETF store president Jirasi said it was only a matter of time, as I just pointed out. And on December 18th, crypto exchange Gemini also announced it would be the custodian. Oh, interesting. That's the Winklevoss Twins Exchange of the 7RCC Bitcoin and Carbon Credit Futures ETF. Gemini wrote that the fund offers an opportunity for investors to diversify their portfolios and said that supporting the 7RCC as the fund's custodian is an important development for its platform. So there you have it. Curious how many of you guys here use the Gemini Exchange or have used it before? And what are your thoughts surrounding this particular uh, asset uh, manager, which we just broke down 7RCC applying for an ETF with the eco-friendly twist with the ESG carbon credits. Let me know your thoughts in the comments, fam. Yeah, we'll keep the show moving. We still got a lot of news to share. So next, here's the latest ETF updates from BlackRock, uh, ARC 21 shares and the rest of them, what's currently going on. You can see the headline, BlackRock and ARC revising their Bitcoin ETF plans alongside the SEC's cash only model, which we announced yesterday on X. That means they're going to be using this particular model. Here's what it means. Major apps for the spot Bitcoin ETF in the US are amending their filings to comply with the cash redemption model demanded by the security regulators. So they're just following the regulator's orders. Investment manager BlackRock and Kathy Woods ARK Invest have updated their S1 registration statements for the spot Bitcoin ETF with the US SEC. Filed December 18th yesterday, the S1 amendments relate to the cash creation and redemption model for proposed spot Bitcoin ETFs with BlackRock and ARK accepting the cash redemption system rather than the in-kind redemptions, which imply the non-monetary payments like BTC. Now, ARK's registration statement hinted that its ARK 21 shares Bitcoin ETF would only allow cash creations and redemptions. The document mentioned potential in-kind creation and redemption of shares, stating that the ETF may also permit authorized participants to create and redeem shares via the in-kind transactions subject to regulatory approval. Now, BlackRock subsequently filed a similar update, stressing that in-kind transactions may take place, but only subject to regulatory approval. Quoting them here, these transactions will take place in exchange for cash. BlackRock's iShares Bitcoin Trust ETF S1 amendment reads, adding the following, subject to the NASDAQ stock market receiving the necessary regulatory approval to permit the trust to create and redeem shares in kind for Bitcoin. These transactions may also take place in exchange 
for Bitcoin. And according to Bloomberg ETF analyst Eric Balchunas, ARK and its ETF partner, 21 Shares, did not want to do cash creations and even worked out a creative alternative method to do in-kind redemptions, quoting him here. So if they surrender, that tells you the SEC is not budging. The debate is over, which is probably good if you're looking for January approval. So another great omen that we're likely to get the approval in January, considering they're going cash only. The SEC's cash only requirement means that the authorized participants will only be able to obtain more shares of the ETF by bringing the appropriate amount of cash to the table, according to investor and consultant Vance Harwood, quoting him here. Some funds allow in-kind creations too. For in-kind creations, the AP brings the asset that the ETF tracks and exchanges it for ETF shares. And apparently, the SEC is not keen on allowing this for the spot, Bitcoin ETFs. And he added that the SEC's position is understandable, quoting him again. It'll make it clear where the ETF gets its underlying Bitcoin from. The ETF will buy them, presumably, from reputable exchanges, whereas if you allowed in-kind transfers, you wouldn't be able to know where the Bitcoin transferred came from. So it sounds good and less likely to be manipulated as well, from my understanding. The global ETF provider Wisdom Tree also filed for the S1 amendment to their spot Bitcoin ETF. The Wisdom Tree Bitcoin ETF on December 18th is keeping the in-kind creation and redemption option, uh, quoting them here. Authorized participants acting on the authority of the registered holders of the share may surrender baskets in exchange for the corresponding amount of Bitcoin or cash, the registration statement reads, adding that APs may be able to create a basket or redeem through the in-kind option. Now, finance lawyer Scott Johnson predicted in mid-December that the ETF apps would eventually have to bend their knee to using a cash creation and redemption model for their ETF. And previously, ETF applicants in Vesco and Gallup Galaxy also updated their S1 registration statements with a cash-only model. So there you have it. My crypto fam, another great sign that we're going to get this ETF approval sooner than later. Without further ado, we still have more share uh, stories to share. So let's now discuss the latest from Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin stock to flow model, as well as the 100,000 target reaching new all-time highs within the next four months. Also, happy Kwanzaa and Merry Christmas. Let's go. So here's the latest from Plan B. Uh, On-chain analyst Plan B says that one event can push Bitcoin to a new all-time high in as little as four months. In a new Ask Me Anything session, the quantitative analyst tells his subs that the approval of the spot market Bitcoin ETF can cause Bitcoin to surge to a new all-time high before its halving event in April of 2024. We also have Adam Back uh, also predicting we're likely to hit 100,000 before the halving, with the deadline being March 31st. Now, the halving, we all know, is a historically bullish event every four years, which slashes Bitcoin miners' rewards in half. Quoting Plan B here, the halving is in April 2024. That's four months from now. A possible all-time high would be $69,000. That would be a 50% increase in the next four months. I think it is very well possible if the ETF gets approved before the halving. Now, I think everybody is looking at January for that. And if the ETF gets approved by January, then I think we'll have this all-time high in the pocket. And $69,000 would be a low estimate. Let me know if you agree with him. I think we'll go straight to $100,000 per coin. Now we're talking. Now he's speaking my language. I love to hear that personally. Plan B goes on to argue that even in the short-term bearish scenario, Bitcoin won't fall below 25000 level, bearing a major black swan event. Let me know if you agree. Quoting him again, it could dip if we see a black swan, something that we do not expect, like the last halving in 2020. 
We had the COVID crisis hit two months before, and that was the big black swan. We can have that, but I don't see one on the horizon at the moment. I don't think it'll be there, and I think Bitcoin is perfectly on track for the next bull market without a prior crash to 25,000 levels. In fact, I have said it would surprise me if we would ever go below $35,000 ever again. And to watch this video analysis he recently did on his YouTube, check the show notes below the video in the description, and I appreciate that. And let me know if you agree or disagree with Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin stock to flow model that we're likely to break out to a new all-time high uh, right before the halving and only four months out and that we can surpass 69 and shoot right on up to 100,000 per coin so we can finally have our 100K fiesta right here in Puerto Rico. I think that would be pretty lit. So let me know, family. Anyways, family, now for our featured story of the day. Michael Saylor was just on CNBC sharing his thoughts with the recent price action on why Bitcoin is pumping, sharing his thoughts regarding the ETFs as well as predictions and catalysts that will take us to a million dollars above and beyond. So here's the latest. I recently just transcribed this uh, myself. There's an article headline here. MicroStrategy's Michael Saylor calls Bitcoin an institutional grade asset destined for $1 million per coin. Here's the interview I actually shared earlier on X. It's maybe only four minutes, so it's short and sweet, and I transcribed it, and I'm gonna read you what he shared word for word. Here you go. Michael Saylor says, there's a lot of uncertainty around the rest of the crypto ecosystem, but the one certain element of the ecosystem is Bitcoin is universally acclaimed to be a global commodity or an asset without an issuer. So the one thing we can count on is Bitcoin goes forward in the year 2024, and a strategy built around Bitcoin is generally a pretty safe one for institutions. Preach. We welcome fair value accounting. It's going to create much more transparency and clarity and PLs and balance sheets for any companies that are holding. Bitcoin. I think the real significance is that there are companies like Berkshire Hathaway and Apple Computer that have $100 billion plus in cash. And right now, they have to invest it in treasuries and sovereign debt. And with this change in fair value accounting, you're going to have a commodity that's valued as fair value, and it becomes a legitimate treasury reserve asset for publicly traded companies. We're going through a digital transformation of everything. Apple represents a digital transformation of telephones and cameras, and Google's the transformation of books and libraries. Bitcoin represents the digital transformation of capital. 99.9% .9 of the capital in the world is tied up in real estate and stocks and precious metals and bonds, and so we are 0.1% transformed. People, as they get educated on digital assets, are realizing that they ought to be allocating more and more of their capital to this digital asset. And so they are moving from 0.1 to 2%. And I think that's really driving the trend. Now, listen up. He says, I have said before, if Bitcoin's not going to zero, it's going to a million dollars per coin. The real question is, is it a legitimate asset? If it is a legitimate institutional asset, everybody is under allocated to it. Let that sink in, family. Get more sets while you still can. Education makes a difference. Institutional adoption makes a difference. The spot ETF news is good news. You know, loosening of monetary policy is good news. Inflation anywhere in the world drives Bitcoin adoption. And of course, the halving is going to cut the available supply of Bitcoins for sale in half from the miners. And so we've got a confluence of very bullish milestones over the next six months. And I think the smart money is investing into that ahead of it. People focus upon 
on mining pools, but the actual mining is taking place in Bhutan and in Argentina and in South America and Texas and Europe and Iceland and Africa, everywhere in the world. And so the miners themselves are very decentralized. They'll remain decentralized because they're chasing after power that's effectively marginally free and the pools that they will accumulate hash rate from time to time, but they don't really have the power. The power is sitting next to a geothermal or hydroelectric project somewhere in the world. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the sentiment here from the Giga Chat and that we're more likely to go to a million dollars per coin versus going to zero. Now, there's more. Here's some more predictions from Michael Saylor. Yeah, I think Bitcoin keeps going up forever. I mean, there is no reason we couldn't go to 10 million per coin because digital property is in the highest form, right? It's going up forever, Laura. He also says uh, he shared three catalysts which can take Bitcoin to 5 million per coin, which I believe I shared back in September. It was number one, the spot ETF approval, which we know is inevitable. Number two, banks custody and lend against Bitcoin as collateral, which we all know is coming soon after we get this ETF. And number three, fair value accounting rules from FASB, which was approved and it officially begins in December of 2024. So these predictions from Sailor are already coming true. So $5 million per coin, send it and let's get it. He also shared when he was on the podcast with uh, uh, Patrick Bet David, he shared Bitcoin's on a path to be worth $100 million, which means that the US dollar will have lost 99.9% .9 of its value over 100 years. Warren Buffett knows this. Charlie Munger knows this. Amen. He also shared Bitcoin is about to 425x. Here's why. Because Bitcoin is just pure money. It's just as effective at 100,000 a coin as it is 10,000 a coin. And at a million a coin, it's just as effective. And at 10 million a coin, it's probably more compelling at 10 million a coin than 1 million or 100,000 a coin. It's kind of a universally scalable asset that gets less risky. The only thing that's going to change in my opinion is when it was super risky and scary, below 10,000, you were getting 100 to 200% a year annualized gains. And when it got a bit more understandable between 10,000 and 100,000, your gains go to 40 or 50% per year. And then at some point, they go to 30%, 20%. And in the extreme, if everybody in the world understood Bitcoin, it would be 20, 30, 40% of the wealth in the world. So it would be 200 to $300 trillion in today's dollars. That's basically 425X from the current market cap. BTC. And then the price would be appreciating at the rate of global inflation and fiat currency. So if the gold inflation rate remains at a seven, and it would still remain at a seven, and then it would appreciate a little bit more because of the productivity of the people that adopt it as a treasury reserve asset. But wait, there's more. Another prediction he shares talking about BlackRock, Citadel, and Fidelity sending the Bitcoin price to a million per coin. Quoting him here, it looks like a spot ETF will probably get approved. There is massive political pressure to approve one. That's right, Mr. Gensler, no hair gear. <laughs> the circumstances have changed and now there is a way for the SEC to approve it without backtracking on its previous legal and policy guidance. Certainly, there are a lot of Wall Street entities that have a vested interest in seeing this happen. If you're an institution, one way to get Bitcoin exposure is to buy the underlying asset, but there have been challenges with finding the right exchange to buy it on and the custody arrangement. So a simpler way to do so is to simply buy the spot Bitcoin ETF. There are trillions of dollars in capital that is required to invest in a security that trades in these compliant forums, and that is understating the obvious. There's tens of trillions of dollars. There's a lot of capital that can't buy the Bitcoin or self-custody the Bitcoin. They don't want to do the charter. Maybe it's against the tax code. Maybe when they raise $10 billion from public investors, they 
They raised it to invest in securities, but not interested in property or commodities. So the spot ETF availability is a major milestone for the institutional adoption. The approval of a spot ETF is a major milestone in regulatory clarity, which is tantamount to an endorsement. The engagement of Fidelity, Citadel, BlackRock, Schwab. I mean, Schwab is synonymous with Wall Street, 100 years of Wall Street. So what you have here is Wall Street coming together to offer securities and exchange services and indirectly custody services for mainstream investors. And if we look at about 12 months, and if I was saying, what are the key milestones that drive mainstream adoption of Bitcoin? Well, one of them clearly is the spot ETF. The second is the designation that Bitcoin is an asset class, the recognition of it as a legitimate commodity. It's a big deal. When Jerome Powell says it's not going away, when Gensler and the head of the SEC and CFTC both say it's a digital commodity, digital commodity might not sound like much, but when you go down the next round, like, is it a Ponzi scheme? Is it a scam? Is it tulip bulbs? The difference between tulip bulbs and a digital commodity is a zero versus a one. I've said it before and I'll repeat it again. If it's not going to zero, it's going to a million per coin. It's either nothing. And if it's nothing, then it's getting scrubbed out and banned. And of course we know it's not getting banned. There is no way Fidelity, Citadel, BlackRock, Charles Schwab, Deutsche Bank, Credit Agricole, Banco Santander, all decide they're interested in this. They're not endorsing a tulip bulb, right? Once you go from zero to one, then the question becomes, well, it's an asset class. And if it's not going away, well, what's it worth? Well, it's worth 1% of the assets in the world. So 1% drives it up by a factor of 10 to 20. So there you have it, my crypto fam. And if we were to 10X from today's price action, we're talking about $420,000 per coin. If we were to 20X, we're talking 840,000 per coin, ultimately right on the cusp of a million. So let me know your thoughts and let me know if you agree or disagree with the Giga Chat. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL!